Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Okay, here's the first question. The government has reported that the producer price index last month unexpectedly fell 0.5%, and that's the most since April 2020. That was helped by a plunge in gasoline costs. That follows consumer price data showing inflation is slowing and job growth is slowing as well, suggesting the economy is on track for a soft landing. So we keep hearing this term, but what is a soft landing and how will we know if we get one? So I think the definition of a soft landing can be somewhat more broad-based in the fact that I would particularly say due to recency bias, anything that is not associated with a significant economic plunge like COVID and or the financial crisis at this point would be associated with a soft landing. And What's really uh, ironic is that throughout the beginning, throughout the last couple of years, it really feels like we're in this rolling recessionary time period where different segments of the economy are in a recession at different time periods, and some of them come out at different times. Because when you look back at what happened to technology throughout the course of 2022, technology stocks saw their worst decline from peak to trough. Going back to the financial crisis, there were some really significant drawdowns in that space. And what has happened and occurred since then, you've seen commercial real estate turn negative. You've seen the financials go negative last spring. Um, it's possible that industrials could be in a little bit for uh, of, of rough sledding because they are late cycle uh, segments of the economy. So I think different sectors are hitting this negative recessionary period at different time periods. And because the surface isn't caving in and everything really um, experiencing a downturn all at once, you're seeing some level of resiliency in the broader economy where we have had two consecutive negative quarters of GDP going back in the beginning of last year. We haven't had another negative GDP quarter since then. It's possible we could see a little bit of weakness going into next year where the GDP numbers come down due to the fact that government spending has to be reined in a little bit. But a soft landing is probably something that's not associated with a real significant drawdown in GDP, probably two to two and a half percent plus. In my opinion, I would say that one one negative quarter doesn't do it. I think obviously two consecutive negative quarters would constitute a recession. So what's really interesting is the PPI number came in significantly weaker than expected. The CPI number dropped to 3.2% year over year, which was a significant, uh, a little bit more than um, Wall Street estimates due to the fact that there was a 34% adjustment lower in the cost of health insurance on a month over month basis. So I'm not sure if that number is going to continue to fly going forward or what. But I think some of the softness in the PPI is due to the uh, auto worker strike because industrial production and some other areas areas of manufacturing have been weak, but it certainly would indicate the prices are beginning to soften on the periphery of everything here. So that's definitely a net positive that you don't have as much upward pricing pressure uh, for the consumer and the peripheral economy. But I think the trend is going to be continued slowing incrementally to the beginning of next year. Okay, well, great. And the second question comes from Joe from Laurel in New York, and he asks, if all this economic news is so good, how come no one is buying it? Yeah, you know, that's um, – well, first of all, look, it's what we laid out in our firm economic and market update uh, that we we just gave a, about a week ago now. And we really talked about this idea, Michael kind of mentioned, of a rolling recession, right, where, you know, technically the data showed a recession last year and the first and second quarter. And now every sector of the S&P 500 has been taken out to the woodshed. We actually see it right now. You know, specifically in manufacturing, 
um, and in shipping. Um, so it depends on where you are, right? Uh, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what I would say is that the data in some sectors is horrible and other sectors it's okay. Um, to Michael's point in the broader markets, the broader indexes, I mean, the S&P 500 is getting up back to the highs almost of the year, you know, up 18% plus as of today. Um, so the, the, you know, the numbers are looking pretty good and people don't believe in this rally. Now we laid out the forecast last year. Um, stay tuned for our 2024 forecast, which will be out shortly, in which, you know, we, we said this would be the bounce back year, but the first and second half are going to look rough, despite, you know, um, maybe somewhat improving economic data. Look, rates backed off. That 10-year uh, got to five, twice bounced right off. You're at 4.53 as of today. So um, the data is okay, and the markets have responded um, that the data is okay. So, um, it depends on how you look at things. We're free market guys and, uh, and girls. And when you look at, you know, where the economy is, um, I think the markets are saying we're in an okay spot right now. Inflation. And the fact of the matter is th there's so much negativity out there. I mean, if you look at, um, consumer sentiment, that survey that awful came numbers. out last week, awful numbers, like the worst numbers since the financial crisis in terms of consumer sentiment. Now, granted, inflation's running hotter and interest rates are a lot higher. So, Part of the pessimism that you're seeing and why the market isn't really responding in a negative fashion is due to the fact that there's a lot of negativity that's out there and known. Yeah, you've had so, the most, you're right. You've had the most bearishness around uh, since COVID. So, you know, these numbers are just disproving that. Yeah. Okay, guys. <clears throat> well, thanks. That was great. And um, if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving.